0: This is The Wholesome Monk Podcast.
1: What's going on, y'all? Welcome to The Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk here. And today we're joined by a guest I've been trying to... I'm so excited for this. Y'all don't understand, because we're going to be talking about some some great nerd takes that I know people are going to have something to say about it. Fantastic. Frankie, how are you doing,
0: my friend? I'm very good. Excited. It's 420, so we're about to be lit up in here. <laughs> later tonight so this is gonna very be good fun. day
1: this is gonna be fun um uh, I want to start out because one i'm a huge fan of your content what you put out there and the perspective you bring through a lot of your content as well and I'm just super curious like i asked a lot of people um where is where's your nerds journey start like where was what's fantastic Frankie's origin story when it comes to the nerddom
0: yeah yeah um I've been I've been a nerd, honestly, my entire life. Um, My dad's a a big comic book fan. And so I kind of got started with him when I was a kid. He used to take me to expos because there weren't really cons. I'm a bit older than people think that there weren't any cons around during that time. Um, So we would go to expos, which honestly, from what I remember, I think I preferred. Like, it was just a comic book creators and the yeah. artists um and like you you talk with them you you greet them and you know it, it's it's just the exhibit hall there were no panels not like the panels but it was it wasn't nearly as big or as expensive most of them were free and you can meet like you know Hickman or you know um Philip um, Jimenez or whoever and they'd just be chilling um and I'm not saying i met them. Specifically, I'm just naming like comic yeah. book creators. I could I, I think of enjoying um but yeah, he kind of got me into it. In terms of, I'm big into anime too, but I'm a tsunami baby. Um, as as should, yeah, as we, yeah. we, as we move <laughs> yeah, in fact, I get so jealous of like Gen Zers and. Just seeing them like you just stream, you don't know the pain. They don't missing.
1: they don't know, they don't know. People yeah.
0: people talk about all the time
1: about being Ball Z or anime fans, Ball Z fans. And I'm no gatekeeper, I just like talk about it because it's so funny, like how different it is now. I don't even think people are yeah. age realize it. Like DBZ, I had to like like if you missed an episode of something, yeah, it could be it
0: for like yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It I used to say DBZ made me a better student. Student because like my my grandmother she used to watch me after school and I couldn't turn on the TV until I finished my school work so I would come home immediately and just do my school work immediately and then as soon as I was done I'd start I'd get it done in time to watch Sailor Moon and then DBZ right it's, it's, and exact TV same and all that exactly um yeah
1: <laughs> that's funny no I feel like um I feel like that's something a lot of tsunami babies can like relate to and understand because, um yeah, like, you know, I, I would also, when I was living, I was living in Jersey at the time during like the height of tsunami and like just, um you know, rushing home, finishing the homework to catch something at, like 5 p.m. or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then like, people don't understand, like they used to, sometimes, I'll never forget, I'll never forgive Dragon Ball Z for this. They would stop, I think it was like the Cell Saga in the middle of it. They would just stop right there and then you would just go months without ever seeing an episode. And then right. randomly, it'll be like on Telemundo in like four arcs later. And you just have to like right. pick it up. Like, I guess, I guess this is where we're at now.
0: <laughs> just, yeah, facts. It was a stressful time. Sometimes, at least in New York, you could get the, you can go to the Africans somehow had the movie. They'd be having everything.
1: That's <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> on bootleg, on the yeah, rug. Like, you know, everything. they have a
0: blanket it out. And I'd be like, yo, history. a Trent? I got that. Oh, and you get it.
1: Yeah, it's so. funny. But it had no subtitles. It had none.
0: <laughs> you gotta learn
1: Japanese. So yeah, It is so confusing because it's like, where did you get that from? That does even more is like, where did you get that from? Like, how did you yeah. even? How do you even figure out yeah, there's a market facts. for this? Like, that's so funny to me. Um, and I'm also curious because I know that you obviously, like you said, you love superheroes and know a lot of your content is about superheroes DC and Marvel. And I have to be that dude to ask you, you don't have to answer, but I just have to ask you, which one do you prefer? Do you have a preference to Marvel or DC?
0: You know, when it comes to, I grew up a DC girl, honestly. You know, I'm enjoying the Marvel properties. I've always been an X-Men girl and a DC girl. I could tell that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I'm really enjoying that MCU a lot. Um, the, uh, Marvel's stepping it up on a the comic. Um, they're taking a lot of risk, and I like that. They're doing a lot, but so is DC. You know, Nubia is out here a while in Day Mascara. Uh, you know, Jonathan Kent is kissing boy. Like, I like it. Yeah, I like where they're that's, going. that's
1: really sick, too. I really yeah. like that. I enjoy that. Um, that's that's good that's a that's a great political answer so i love that, I love that, got
0: that um, but
1: no i think that's fair did you grow up on the on the um og x-men cartoon
0: yeah 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 i'm um, i grew up on the x-men cartoon i mean the animated series was big for me i watched the spider-man animated series as well there's a crossover episode where yeah he rolls over to the mutants and he's just acting funky um because you know he's like turning into a spider and he's like mm. i know mutant, though. like he's out here talking <laughs> crazy They trying to help him and it, it, it was i think i think that's why like people something about that episode really resonated with me and ever since then i never truly like i like spider-man and and i like his character and like but there's like a piece of me that always i'm a hater for two reasons like one i feel like The way that we love Spider-Man, we should love Static Shock because he's nearly the same character. And I don't know why it's not out yet. Um, But then, too, I also feel like... um, you know, he's racist. Like, he don't like mutants either. And he'd be doing, he's the ox, yo. He's the ox. He's the, he's the reason why. He started, honestly, he got Civil War super hyped. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things he's done. That- oh, that's so funny. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm not a big fan, but, or maybe I'm a contrarian. It could be that, you know? All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the first
1: time that's a that's a wholesome Monk podcast exclusive <laughs> Man is racist Saints from queens um <laughs> i i am, i'm i'm glad you brought up stack shock i didn't even like that didn't even like register with me um because that i told i first and foremost to me it has huge rewatch value i don't care what era it is yeah it has huge rewatch value um, how much does static shock, that cartoon, and that and that IP overall like mean to you?
0: Yo, it, it meant a lot. Um, I know I know that the milestone, you know, universe is set midtown, but I always picture them being in not midtown, um the Midwest, like Detroit area or something. Yeah. Um, but I always picture them being in like Harlem. For Static Shock, it was the first time I saw someone with locks and they drew him in dark and he's saying like, yo, and stuff like that. And it was the first time I saw it in a cartoon, like we saw a storm and stuff on X-Men, but it wasn't like Storm's show. Yeah. Um, and it was great. And then in terms of Milestone, like reading Icon and Rocket and like seeing Rocket, like have a voice um tell icon off which honestly at the time i'd never really seen like a woman you know talk bad to a man in a comic book like facts like even a lot of comic book characters that we love that are super strong like let's say jean gray she's always being you know like raped in some way, you know, or taking advantage of or something like that. Same with like Oracle and things like that. And so this was the first time I saw someone who had like full autonomy over herself. You know, she had a baby, but she was like, fuck it. like I'm going to maternity leave. I'll be back. Like the stuff like that. And I really liked that. It was really cool. And I was like, yo, there's like space for women, people like me. Um, But, you know, it was different than I really didn't have a an outlet to discuss things um, like I do now. So I, I don't think I could I ever really like process my thoughts on them. I would just read them and I guess store them in my memory and be like, oh, I like them more. No, I don't like this.
1: <laughs> That's fair. I, th- I, think, I think for me too uh, as well, like having a platform like we do on TikTok and Instagram and different platforms like that, where we can like express our thoughts and opinions on like these different characters. I think it's like a great outlet that I never really knew I needed until I started getting into content creation. And that's a great transition because also in segue, because I wanted to talk to you about your content, like what made you want to take the, the step from just, you know, enjoying all these different fandoms privately to making content. Cause I don't think people understand how much of a, jump that can be especially when it starts going well you start seeing success like yourself so talk uh, walk me through that process
0: yeah at the time tiktok at the time tiktok didn't exist and i really didn't see any women talking about things youtube was huge and honestly i started out on youtube same (laughs) right like no most of us like yeah we started out on youtube so i had this idea of like yo i'm gonna to start a show. Um and it's because I was watching like Comic Story and um Blair mm-hmm. Without Fear and stuff like that. And I'm like, they're missing like crucial points. And I'm like, of course they are. They're men. You know, and I love I love Ernie, like Lord Without Fear is incredible. <laughs> um but it's not it's not anything towards them. I just this was like I'd really like to hear like what a what a woman would say. Yeah. And there was like pretty brown and nerdy which were doing well at the time. And I was like yo, I'm gonna I'm going to I'm going to try my own. So I had like an Issa Rae moment where I was like <laughs> before I turn 30, I need to do this. And yeah, I'd started off like on my phone and I, I've left those videos up. They're terrible. They're terrible videos. But it's like I started off like just with like hot topics every Friday and I grew really fast, um especially on Instagram. I would do like little comic bubbles and ask questions like just pick a little black <laughs> The age old um, question. Is Goku a sociopath, things like that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and, it, and people really responded. Um, so I was like, oh, sh- shoot, like there's really a space for me. And then when COVID hit, I was able to really, really like find a space for myself and really flex. It was great. It was amazing.
1: No, that's that first and foremost that's great. And I think, you know, we all have our um very unique interesting videos out there that we when we started out I know (laughs) yo I know my shape (laughs) my shape up was so bad my shape I really want the internet just any type of way, and it's 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 quite terrible um and I know for sure it's gonna haunt me this is the
0: lighting yo my camera was like yo my camera was like 40 feet away from me (laughs) I was in this grand old room so was that echo and stuff like that it was bad stuff it was it was not good stuff um yeah <laughs> I feel we all have to start yeah, editing there's a huge pause between my clips you know so like <laughs> i'd say a point and we like and then i'd start it again and, and then it just abruptly goes to the next point was that yeah
1: I feel you. Oh man, my editing. I, I, I before I like, I use Premiere Pro now, but before that, I'd use like, I don't even know, like Movie Maker 4. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: I use something called Anna Monica.
1: <laughs> See, I've even
0: heard that. The free on a Surface yeah. Pro. I was on a Surface Pro editing. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, we all have our, our humble beginnings,
1: but Facts. seeing you, um, you know, seeing you at Anna NYC as as I believe you're an influencer guest if I'm not mistaken Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah
1: you walk walk me through that because that's that's dope to see that what was that process like
0: yeah yo it it, I mean I've been slowly and pushing to like you know get cons and for like the first year and a half it was really hard people like do you cosplay things like that and I'm like no oh, but I'm great on stage. Like, please, someone, please get me on stage. Um, and then I had done DreamCon and I was able to um, interview Sean Schimmel, who's the voice of Goku. Nice. And um, once I did that, that beefed up my resume and made it easier. So with Anime NYC, I came in with Noir C- Caesar and I wasn't a guest at that time. I was doing a panel called the like Fanboy Fighter Forum, which ended up being fire. It was just us debating things. And then um i ran into sean Schimmel. um and he was with chris savage which is the voice of vegeta in the lobby of their hotel and when i did he remembered me and he was like yo you're great and he looks at his agent he's like yo how like let's get her on like the the roster to that and like through them and sonic boom i became a, a guest That's amazing. and amazing. and i got yeah it was incredible it was like kismet honestly and half of it was work, but half of it was opportunity. Um, and yeah, I got on there and, um, it was such short notice. Like his agent texts me two hours before and was like, Hey, oh, um, crazy. so you're yeah. on, you're going to interview them. And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't have any questions. Da, da, da. And he was like, yeah, just like talk shit or like talk whatever whatever so then um it ended up being a conversation about uh black culture and anime and like DBZ and the characters they played that's and they great, loved it they were great. eating it up um yeah. like chris Sabis was like how do i get on black twitter and i was like baby you already on it you oh yeah he's, been, yeah he's been
1: on it yeah, i was yeah, like
0: yeah. you don't even know and like you know so uh, Frieza had just passed, um, and I was I was telling them how you we were saying that Frieza was a part of, I don't know if we, but I used to say Frieza was a part of Dipset, and I explained, like, why <laughs> I thought he was, like, Jim Jones, and how, like, Jay-Z was winning at the top of his game, he was with Beyonce, Jim Jones was still clowning him for, like, um, wearing chocletas on the beach. Um, and I was like, you know, that's, that's freeze the energy. He getting washed and he's like, yo, you monkey. Da, 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 da. So we laughed about that. We talked about like um, Vegeta's hairline. We talked about um, drip, like which characters had the most drip. We sang the Stevie Wonder, happy birthday to Sean Chubble, which he had never heard. Like the whole crowd, it was incredible. It was incredible. And I did that dress as Miracle uh the the bunny hello, front hello. Uh, oh, that's i was embarrassed i was like nah, oh that's, that's true. i'm already having cosplay right now <laughs> that's great uh but i was like luckily it was like a casual version so i had on like a plus ultra like a ua sweatsuit and oh, then okay. just the white wig but i and some bunny ears but i was like yo i could have been in here ass naked honestly <laughs> you
1: know so like i was looking out for sure <laughs> No, that's that's a great i mean they, they say um you know luck is when me when opportunity meets preparedness and, you know you were you were in the moment you were there you went through i mean as someone who's nice. who does stand up at myself and acting and everything like the, the idea of just basically cold calling is what that is what they pretty much did yeah and <laughs> just going up there it's terrifying but it's so exciting does that felt like <laughs> it's like that's exciting but it's also I like think,
0: so i think terrifying. it's. I think it's it's knowing that in most cases um the worst they could say is no. You know what I mean? Like that's the worst case scenario. I mean, and, you know, a lot of times they won't say like get out of here like, da, 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 da. like oh, <laughs> they, no or they'll be awkward, right? But and and no times so are they going to like slap the shit out of you or something and I think <laughs> knowing that makes things a lot easier. No, that's that's
1: that's very true, especially when it comes to like, you know, um just trying to shoot your shop business wise and trying to like, you know, just trying to put yourself out there and really betting on yourself and believing in yourself. A lot of people would have a lot of people in your position would have folded immediately. Like, I would, like no one younger me, like if I was like, i don't even want to like 20 if i was back when i was 22 like if that happened to me i probably had text that agent i probably wouldn't even text that agent I'd probably just ghost that agent like no, nah, I'm, I'm good i'm too scared <laughs> no notice bro oh, like, no right <laughs> hey, yo. you,
0: you know. gotta trust it yourself man and i messed yeah. up too but i recovered really well like you know when you you're interviewing people you have to act it's like you're listening but you you can't be that intent you have to listen to answer exactly yeah there cool. was like a point where they were just chatting it up and i was so compelled and i was just like into what oh, they were saying yeah. and then they had stopped talking and they looked at me and i said oh shit like i forgot my question but everybody just laughed and then i just like moved on uh, but even stuff like that i would have been like it would have thrown off the entire interview um, but I just laughed and I was like, "Yeah, you know, you guys made me nervous." Dah, 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 dah. And like, I was glad that I was comfortable enough to be that way and be in that space, you know.
1: No, that's that's just very fair. Because I, I, as someone who does like a lot of these episodes, like I do, I did, uh, I do, I have another one right after this one. Like, it's a lot of like, you know, like you said, you have to like listen. To what people are saying but you can't be like lost in thought and i do it a lot because i'm really engaged. like i'm i have people on here like yourself i'm really interested in what y'all have to say so i'm like almost like an audience member but i can't be because it's like i'm the host so i have to like you know keep it keep the ball moving right. so it's definitely i couldn't even imagine having freaking goku vegeta slash Bigelow, like right in front of me and then just, it like, up. yeah and then you're just like yeah. And then just look at my biggest like that that would have thrown me off so much. Like like I get that moment too with people's like stop talking and then just kind of looking at you and you're like, oh shit, yeah. I'm supposed to be like navigating this whole conversation. Yeah, you're
0: like, oh this is on me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: That's 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 great. That's I'm super happy you got that opportunity and do it. Cause I know like um when we're looking, I know like my friends and I were looking, we saw you on the uh on the website as like a guest, you know, influencer guest. That was like a huge, that was a huge deal. And I'm so happy for you and you know I I I believe we have mutual Juju I believe you know Juju as well right?
0: Yeah 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 I do know him yeah
1: yeah so seeing Juju blow up as well and just like just seeing all y'all win it's just really nice for Black community in general especially like Black nerds and blurs and just like having to be able to like experience stuff on a bigger stage than I know I I never thought I was gonna be like yeah I'm gonna be doing all these cool interviews and going to all these getting invited to these conventions and be able to see all these different voice actors. I literally grew up my whole life, like listening to watching, rewatching these episodes and stuff. So to see myself and, and people like uh, yourself and Juju and everyone else's do some amazing things is like great. Um, it's great to see. But I'm also really curious because I feel like you're the only person I can to answer this truthfully when it comes to superheroes. So I, I'm very curious to see how political you're going politi- to, what kind of political answer you want to give here um but what do you think the mcu movies have done for some of these characters ips for example i feel like i know at least i knew when i was growing up i did not give a shit about iron man i did not give a shit about captain Mm -hmm. america um spider-man yeah because he had like a bunch of cartoons and games and just everything but like what do you think the mcu movies have done like in general to just like those smaller uh i guess characters now they're bigger than life but they were small at one point
0: yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I was talking to someone. One thing I hate that the MCU does is like it's emboldened, especially men to be like, this character's always been fire, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I was not checking for anyone. The MCU was literally built on rejects. Whatever they couldn't sell is how they started the MCU. They had sold all of their most popular properties, which was fantastic for. The x-men and spider-man that that was that was what marvel was about and now everybody be like moon nine moon nine and i'll be like yeah mm, 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 i'm not y'all just started reading it and started, yeah i i do love that you know marvel has made you know characters that we we essentially didn't care about household names and there were there's some things like devil in the Bottle. Um, demon and bottle um the iron man where he's like an alcoholic he has to step down and and roll it that was good right like there are some there are some runs that are really good um i read more avengers stuff black widow things which i i think they did a huge disservice there but like i i think the i i think it's it's an incredible marketing technique to, to the point where dc is considering like you know dc is like they're calling people dc or is considered the scrub now, and I'm like, yeah, because they wild. they messed up a couple movies, and I'm like, nah, y'all was y'all wasn't even thinking about Marvel before, you know, DC was king. Um, they have some of the best comic book arcs still, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm ha- I'm happy for them, you know, <laughs> I'm happy for them. It's fine. <laughs> no,
1: I, that's that's great though, because I feel like. Uh... You know, this great as a DC fan. I, I'm a huge DC fan. I mean, I don't know. I didn't grow up anyone who was not. I, if, you, if you like superheroes, you weren't like, you know. because no,
0: no DC slander ever.
1: Yeah. Like there, there there was even like, like, for example, anyone who bullied nerds, but also were like a closet nerd themselves. They weren't, they weren't reading Spider-Man. They were Batman or some shit. Probably had a whole Batman decked out bedroom, like everything. Yeah. So, yeah, and you I know. cut
0: it out, Smallville. Everybody was watching Smallville. Everybody, cut it everybody. out, y'all. Batman the animated series. Live. Batman Beyond was king. Okay, Justice League and Unlip- let yo. Don't get me started. When when Hawk Girl brought her brought her mans in them to come take over, I was like, God, I felt that was the first time I felt real betrayal. I'm not gonna hold you. I was like, this raggedy hoe. I can't believe she was just. Just getting hot with uh John, is she gonna go her new man, her old man pull up? Like yeah, thanks boo. I never felt that. I never felt that watching anything, even like Wonder Woman. There was an episode Wonder Woman. They have like um a fight. They're at a fight. You know she's um brainwashed, and, she, and- and all of them it was a it was the best power scaling i've ever seen so like I, i'm I'm, re- I'm forgetting the details but there's a bunch of girls from the dus- justice league fighting in a cage match and then finally i think it's lady dragon exactly what you're talking about yeah brings in wonder woman all of them was like fuck so can i curse i'm sorry yeah you go you know you can go <laughs> ahead let her rip <laughs> i was like go ahead and beat that i was re-recorded um yeah but they're all like fuck and she washes that including hogger girl. Hoggirl's there and i think it's vixen I think it's Hoggirl Vixen, and someone it's else. like
1: I think it's like a Huntress. I think was there.
0: Huntress, uh, was it Huntress or was it um, Black Canary?
1: I think it was both because I know Huntress and Black Canary like at the end, and then they're about like fight each other, and they're like
0: it was. Nah. It was a bunch of them, but they was yeah. getting washed up. Yeah, they get washed up by her. I think they just, just break the spell. But I love, I love being, I love seeing good power scaling like that. I loved how the universe was still very grounded. Um. Uh, um, which is supposed to be what is about it's gods on earth right yeah um versus like every marvel's more like everyday people becoming gods and stuff like that um but yeah i liked it
1: <laughs> no i think that's why i really enjoy about um you know superhero stuff because i feel like you know people people always say oh superhero fatigue is coming it's going to happen just like zombie movies and all that stuff and i was like no because zombie movies were literally the exact same thing. I swear to God, they use the same mall.
0: For there's a zombie
1: movie. It was in the. It was in the freaking mall in the Burlington co Factory, and that's all <laughs> it was.
0: Burlington co. <laughs> Factory. <laughs> that's hilarious. It was
1: a Burlington co Factory. They used first
0: of all, superheroes are over a hundred years old. Yeah, for a reason. <laughs> What are you telling me marvel and then and then you're right like the story phase four is totally different than the first three phases exactly this is of mcu and even like james gunn what what james gunn has been doing with like peacemaker and the suicide squad is totally different than what we've been seeing with everything else and then honestly now we're starting to see a surge of indie comic book creators yeah. you know get a shot and they're injecting new things invincible has an asian lead um i've been seeing a lot of like black indie comics get movie deals and chill deals and stuff like that which is incredible um yeah i'm excited
1: as we should and i feel like that's what's great about um you know superheroes because at the the end of the day that's why people love spider-man um, some people like Iron Man, either you can relate to them or you wish you could be them in a certain sense if you couldn't if you can't relate to the character right. in some some way. And it's about like, you know, that's why I, I kind of hated. I, I okay. I should I should put this in context before people get on me for this. I love Batman, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like my favorite besides like Nightwing, but like his character, he he after what Frank Miller did, which is great. The Dark Knight, like um, the series uh was great, the run, but it just made ba- people were like, no, I need that gritty ass Batman that just, yeah, you know, and it's like, th- that Batman's not the Batman that's going to take in Robin. And that's why I feel like we haven't got a Robin on screen because they are obsessed with this, like, yeah, this, um, you know, and I get it. He's a grown man in a bat suit running around the night beating the shit out of people in low income areas. I get it. But uh, he's, at the end of the day, he's still like, there's all these really huge, humane moments, which is the whole great point because he's at the end of the day very human more than any of his other you know Justice League members obviously besides the godlike powers that they all have um and he has these moments like I remember the animated series one of the great moments was I think it was the animated series where he was at his parents grave and he was like you know I I know I had this mission that I was trying to do and I love y'all but I never thought I was gonna ever experience like love again and all that kind of stuff and that's like a really human moment that they completely washed out of Batman because of the success of the Nolan trilogy which I have a beef with but that's a whole different thing and it's yeah. like I just feel like we watched this character well, what do you think about um I guess the state of Batman's character recently especially with the new movie that just came out
0: yo I agree but I do think that the new movie found a way to be in the middle I think a piece that's been missing for Batman and that's why we're all like Batman is like the fun Batman and stuff like that um, but I think something that people forgot is that Batman is not just um, fueled by revenge for his parents. Mm. It's also the deep corruption in the GCPD. And that's why even a grittier Batman would have a Robin or a Batgirl, right? Because it's like, we're here to fight corruption. So like having it, yeah, you too. Okay. Or you also, have been affected the way I've been affected because I'm mentally ill let me bring that in um instead of this loner that's obsessed with revenge which I think the Nolan trilogy focuses on a lot of iteration even the bat flack who I liked I like bat flack people hating on him I did I thought he was great yeah Yeah. I was like if you hate Ben Affleck fine but like I was like he was the best part of Batman v Superman every time he's on screen I Easily. was like yeah. and he looked good he was big yeah he was great yeah, but, he, um, he got swole for that yeah, for, sure. <laughs> for, sure. for sure and you can see if you guys watch Gone Girl you oh, see yeah. as the movie progresses he, he gets more and more buff so that at the <laughs> yeah. at the end of Gone Girl he's like popping out of his shirt like that shirt so, is hold on for dear so, life because he's prepping for that down. yeah it's hilarious and, and that's a weird fact that I just remember like, overall, I'm sorry. I thought I saw a flash. You know, I look by myself. No, the... you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll be like that too. I'll be like, yeah, what is that? I do um, do that to my
1: episodes too. Like, I'd be like looking all over the place. I'd be forgetting i on camera. But,
0: <laughs> but um, no, you're right. You're like, are you talking, Daddy? Like, uh, who there? <laughs> yeah. You start making noise so they know you're around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I, I grew up on Batman. I love Batman. I have Batman tattoo. Like, ba- Batman shaped who I am Um, in term, not like the character but like having an outlet being able to read and like even now like the way my page has grown and stuff like that it's batman and it was dragon ball z um i love his character i love the different runs and i love that we're starting to really look into batman and be like why is he here is he mentally i love runs like the white knight where we're really Mm -hmm. looking into him and, and really looking at his flaws and like I don't know how much he helps, but like people forget that at at the at the crooks of it, Batman is a huge help. You know what I mean? Like Batman is working to there's D, he's so cool with Commissioner Gordon because everybody else in the GCPD is dirty, and I think also because they don't have Bullock too. I, I I think they need him. I think he's a character that's just as important as hundred percent as yeah. Commissioner Gordon. I, and I think that's something that's been missing. I think Gotham, the show shows that, you know, I think that's what, but yo, when he dirty, I think show how dirty, how high up and how deep it goes is, is what we really need.
1: Yeah. I think that's why I really loved the Batman with Robin Patterson's Batman, because I feel like it was just such a refreshing step in a direction because it could have been like, you know, for people who thought that Robert Patterson couldn't act is crazy um but i feel like people thought this man couldn't act and so they got scared but i was like okay they could be like yo flex all your acting muscles and be like super serious and basically recapture christian bale whatever but no they're like hey let's do this different direction let's do more detective and more like uh personal take especially like and especially his relationships like you like you're talking about like batman's relationships are super important to this man because he at one point in his mind lost everything right. and slowly is piecing together like his own type of family and which is like super important it's, it's been so important for so long to the run Whereas, like i'm surprised they haven't like did it more often in movies though they haven't really given a chance for these for these drivers to do it or they, the direction they went is the opposite for those type of things but i feel like um i feel like this is a batman we could definitely see a robin in and out. this is the first time that i feel like gotham was a like an actual character yeah and i was like oh shit like this i can see like everything this man is doing throughout the whole movie i'm like this this city may be lost bro <laughs> like this city yeah this city like, be like be it's lost.
0: done yeah i don't know you and i like that too i think the reason why though is that he was he one starts out the movie saying can be everywhere like there's so much going on and i need help kind of he start that's the monologue the first 10 minutes of the movie but not just that but we see other criminals he interacts with other criminals and he just doesn't have the time
1: he does not have to, to
0: investigate that so I like he that's yeah i thought i was like that's what i'm talking about he, he around penguin he knows penguin is dirty penguin is doing some dirty shit but he like yo really is out here murdering you know <laughs> public officials i can't deal with him right now i can't do both and i love that falcon out here while in and and that's what batman is at his core overwhelmed facts Um, you know what i mean and yeah i I gotta make a video about that you're inspiring me but no i agree i agree i love I, i think that's what i loved about it and i think that's why it's batman at its core you know
1: i agree i agree so much and you know with well, that being said, that's the end of the episode. I want to thank you so much for for coming on and chatting superheroes with me because I think that everything you said is is important to put out there, especially like your perspective that you bring to your videos. And I want you to keep on grinding and doing your thing because you definitely inspire like uh, my little cousins that are wanting to to get on. Um, you know, social media now, and, like, do their thing, and really, because, you know, I tell them all the time, they don't, they don't you know, I'm the, I'm their cousin, so they look at me, like, yeah, he's just, like, that, that bum yeah, doing yeah. his thing, you know, but they see y'all, you know, someone that looks like them, and, and, you know, fearless, and actually, you know, and I really like that you defend yourself, and you, like, your points that you make, because that's really important, especially because, you know, when they look at us, especially, I'm sure, uh, black women, they're like, oh, y'all are just, like, um, complaining all the time, and bitching, and doing all these different things, it's like, no, like, we're, This is our take, you know, and just like any other what's supposed to be a debate that people usually doesn't turn into one. You're supposed to be able to defend yourself and give your extra take and all these things. And they just look at us like we're just, you know, angry all the time. So it's it's nice to have someone like elegantly and, you know, uh, have these takes and defend them and do those different things. But where can the people find you out there on the internet? Where can they enjoy your content?
0: Yeah, you can find me on all platforms um, at Fantastic Cranky, F R A N K E Y, except for Twitter. Um, there you'll have to find me at Family Fighter. Um, yeah, thank you for having me on. This is a lot of fun. I, I always like to discuss superheroes. Um, it's great that we get to do it and, you know, speak with millions of people, have access to millions of people and get their, you know, and get their opinion on it. I think that's great
1: for sure and y'all can follow me on all social media platforms i'm available on it'll be at wholesome underscore monk and if you listen to this podcast or viewed it you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened peace out everybody